0: hello and welcome to her opinions we're in uh season two off season season three i feel like this is season three
1: i feel like season three should be the start of although that's the thing we're pretty much into the next season now already. That, like it's-
0: that's it like once once the oh sorry before we hold up my name's harry <laughs> and his name's ben <laughs> welcome yeah, to her ourselves,
1: it's too exciting
0: we've got to do okay. an intro we've got to do an intro um yep. i feel like season two ends the moment like, the the moment that, like, the last game finishes and you, woo, we got a champion, woo, that's it. Okay. Season okay, two, like the, the, the the new season of NBA has started.
1: That is a fair point. But right, I want to well, keep the episodes yeah, episode going. One. So
0: we're up to, yeah. the, it's season three, but episode 26, 27? What was our last no, episode?
1: We really need to get on top of this. I feel like it's a new season. You start with episode one again, like a TV show, right? But then...
0: But but then all the other podcasts I listen to do like year that's two point,
1: actually. Like all right, no, let's do that. Season three, episode twenty seven. Like that. Are we up to
0: twenty seven?
1: Yep, twenty seven. And yes, I think that's yeah. actually that's actually uh quite a good number because of uh, a certain Rudy Go back anyway. Um, <laughs> so
0: oh wait, what? How did I miss the Rudy trade? I'm looking at my. Oh, How did no, that not show up? So much to cover. Okay. I think, okay. We'll, we'll get to that in due we'll time We'll pull up yeah. the the Rudy. Yeah. Okay. I really want to talk about that um so okay yeah so we've decided that from now on we're gonna do each season is per the basketball season but we're just gonna do a massive episode episodic yep. number i've decided i did not clear this with you i've just cleared it with you now uh, thanks yeah. you're welcome
1: <laughs> i feel like we almost need to do our intro all over again we're, we're, we've got so much to cover right. hey
0: welcome to opinions uh <sighs> the season has happened and it's absolutely wild and yep. we took a week off last week cuz I made the executive decision to have a week off.
1: <laughs> but we're back and <laughs> we're up so much happened. 27 now. Spent- 27 we decided.
0: I've spent all the last week going damn we should not have taken a week off. Like we need a week <laughs> off because I really want to like put the hustle up this year for this season, but hot damn, so much I didn't expect so much to happen around the draft or like direct like straight after the draft, like yeah. when did that that rockets and dallas trade go through didn't it go like before the draft i feel like that went
1: i think uh i think it was actually uh yeah, but it's it's pretty much nonstop basketball these days nba is like a whole, whole year sport effectively so. yeah
0: yeah but it really caught me off guard so let's talk but, about i and i do want to start out with the trade so let's let's start off with this right. so
1: should we at least say what the episode is called i feel like oh, we, we haven't welcome. really done a proper intro <laughs>
0: We've done a mini intro. Look, I've been listening okay. to a, a podcast called uh, uh F uh it's the uh, the F Face podcast by Rooster Teeth. Yeah. And their intros are shocking. Just <laughs> I I'm pulling a lot of uh inspiration from them. But we've got repeat, yeah. revamp, remix. Obviously if you've been living under a rock, Golden State won the championship. Congrats. Boston, yeah. I'm disappointed.
1: Yep, Steph Curry got his first finals MVP. I think was well deserved. No,
0: Boston just forgot how to play!
1: Yeah. Can I...
0: Okay, okay, I need a 30-second, like, angry Harry here.
1: See, this is why I wanted to start with the finals. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm, I'm
0: getting all excited. There's so much has happened. Look, Boston... Really bad, yep. Here's the thing. Warriors didn't win. Hmm. They didn't do anything amazing. They just played normal basketball. Boston decided to not remember how to play basketball and did, like, a bazillion turnovers... And just shoved a fist, their own fist. It wasn't even like the Warriors didn't fist. Where's
1: this going?
0: Fist, Boston. Okay, the the Boston Celtics shoved their own fists down their own throat and choked.
1: Okay. okay. Yep. Warriors I was very didn't. where the analogy was going?
0: <laughs> Warriors yes. didn't do anything that like really shut them down. It was pretty even, except for the fact that Boston were just like, "Hey, do you want the ball? Mm. Here, turnover, 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 turnover." It was. It was. It, uh, yeah, I was very upset. It was not the sort of finals finishing game that I wanted.
1: Yeah, I think it was particularly disappointing because the Celtics were actually up beginning of the game, and then yeah, kind of just threw it away from there. There's... But I mean, props to the Warriors. I think it obviously there's there's Curry, there's Clay, but I just want to shout out their management and their coaching because mm. I think that really is just huge. They're so experienced, and I think yeah, Celtics haven't been in the finals since 2010. I think so. Yep. Um... Yeah.
0: I have two more points to play- say about Boston. The only person that played well in that game six, the only person from Boston that actually showed up was Al Horford.
1: Yeah, I think Jalen Brown did kind of nah, hustle a little trash. bit. but trash.
0: They're all trash, except for Al Horford.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tatum didn't really show up. I-, I would argue that Brown did show at least hustle he played till the end but and obviously Horford played hard Horford hard
0: as well, like so. scored one without turning over the ball uh, and then two they what in the hell like you've got the Marcus Smart just disappeared in that game why the hell was our Horford guarding Seth Stephen Curry for most of the game you have the yeah. defensive player of the year. No, 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 bro. Can you take Steph Curry for me? What? Mm. I, I mean, watched the game. I watched it. Yeah. Al Horford I mean, did a pretty good job against Stefan Curry for the fact that he was a big, you know, it's Al Horford. Mm. But why was the defensive player of the year not stopping Stefan Curry?
1: I think the Warriors were just exploiting switches, like they were really trying to not have that. No, curry. no, 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 no. They
0: weren't even switching Curry onto Al Horford. Al Horford was picking up Stephen Curry from the get-go.
1: Well, that's just bad.
0: <laughs> that was it was not. If it was a switch, I'd been like, yeah, cool, but it wasn't.
1: Okay, I can't excuse that then. So
0: I remember distinctly. They might have kept switching him on, but yeah, no. There was definitely points where Al Horford ended up on Curry from the get-go. So screw I you, mean, Boston, that... I don't like you.
1: <laughs> That's pretty much just asking for disaster, so, yep. yep. Um,
0: disappointed, I feel like you guys blew a really good opportunity. Though Warriors, we'll talk about later, the Warriors won't be coming back as strong as they were, um, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, oh, I need to, yeah, actually, I should put that in the notes. Uh, Rudy and Golden State Warriors Luxury Tax. Get some behind the scenes. Uh Dal- now yeah. can I talk about Dallas and Rockets? Yes. Yes. Is that okay with you? To... Do I have your permission?
1: I I, I think it just makes <laughs> sense to do it in the order that things happen, just so we're not dropping all over the place. So I'd, <laughs> I'd actually argue next we should probably talk about the draft, but but this happened fine.
0: before the like, draft technically. That's fair. I feel like just the majority of the agencies. You just after said draft, but... you want to go and launch in order, and then this has happened first.
1: <laughs> okay, it's the one one thing that happened before. The rest of it has happened after the draft. But it's well... right. You go for it. You go for it.
0: Okay, so basically, uh, the Dallas and the Rockets trade, Dallas received Christian, Christian Wood, and the Rockets received Boban, Trey Burke, Marquise, Sterling Brown, and the 26th pick, which turned into um, Wendell Moore, which then, I don't understand this bit, but then they traded him to Minnesota for Ty Ty Washington, and two future second-round picks. So I'm not sure what the strat was for that. Maybe because he's a small forward and I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, that was the trade. What do you think, Ben?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess the biggest thing for me is uh, Dallas, I think once they lost who was meant to be their number two guy, it was really looking like, okay, Luka needs help. Who's going to be the guy to help him? Um, then they actually went deep into the playoffs, which kind of surprised me and probably a lot of other people. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it still was looking like, okay, who's going to be that second guy? And, and I think, yeah, Wood's probably not a bad fit. Uh, can stretch the floor. Um, I guess another another big that hopefully pr- provides a little bit of defense as well because a lot of their bigs are just shooters. You know, no, 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 no.
0: Christian doesn't do much on defense.
1: Well, it'll be better than batons. <laughs> it'll be better than... Yes, oh, no. Actually, no. I, I guess Clipper has played a bit of D, but yeah. Point is, anything's better than their current bigs defense Chris
0: Christian Wood is a great offensive stretch stretch five yeah um he's not the best on defense yeah but i
1: guess they, they've got they've got a few few other players i mean they've got um so he's better than uh, powell yeah, yeah yeah better than powell um i'm forgetting his name right now uh but i can see him number 10 dorian finney smith he um he's probably their kind of defensive anchor so yeah. i think him lining upside along along with wood yeah i think so, it's a good
0: move um yeah look i think this is a fantastic move uh Dallas have pretty much offloaded all the people that didn't play for them in the in the conference finals, yeah, and they Christian Wood was on a pretty good contract money wise it's it's a low risk move for them. They needed someone better at the five. uh Christian Wood can shoot, can pick and roll him with Luca, I think will be really really really, really fun to watch. I think Luca will just feast in the pick and roll. With a, st- with a proper stretch five. Like, it's... he yeah, yeah, Christian Wood has a lot of potential, but the problem with Christian Wood is that this is, like, his fourth team in five years or something. There is, quote-unquote, rumours about attitude problems with him, uh, but he's got a year left on his contract. It's a good contract. It's great for the Rockets because Christian Wood was eating into time for their rookies, so getting rid of him was great. And i again i don't really understand the whole drafting stuff so i don't know if moving that 26 pick for the for for the point guard called ty and two future second regardless of that bit um it's great because i think rockets will get rid of most of those guys because they've got rookies that they want to give time to so everyone's happy i think it's a i think it's a good move for dallas it makes them better than their previous team and that was a An area that they definitely needed someone better, and Wood can do quite well. He showed that when he, the six games he played in They didn't give up too
1: much either, really. I think that, yeah, like you said, they gave up players who weren't really getting that many minutes, so I think, yeah, it's kind of a win-win.
0: Yeah, great, great stuff, great stuff, Uh, which then leads us into the draft, which I'm going to be really honest, I watched the first three picks and then turned it off, (laughs) (laughs) because that's all I knew.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, obviously there are a few bigger names that were the real drawing points. Uh, it did kind of drop off a little bit. It's so not a particularly deep draft. Um, but I think I think there are a few interesting picks that I uh, uh,
0: The Orlando Magic threw everything up in the air by taking Banchero as number one instead.
1: Yeah, which just... I guess is a big surprise because they pretty much... I mean, I think everyone was expecting Jabari Smith was a lock mm. for the Magic and then Banchero was a lock for the Rockets and they gonna do a switcheroo both so... both
0: players didn't even play like work out with the other pe like the other team because Banchero was like I'm in on the Rockets like it's a fact so he only worked out with the Rockets hmm. the same it's with a bit Smith
1: of, bit of a weird one but I mean look still obviously I feel like the top three it's kind of like almost a lock for for talent wise we just three, we did so... the
0: Rockets so I'm a Rockets fan we didn't want Chet though Chet was no well, I'm really glad look Chet looks great but no Too much. I mean, too risky. I I
1: think he's good on OKC anyway. Um, Yeah, I think we'll get to it later because the I mean it's only summer league, but summer league has started, so we're getting a little bit of a taste of Mm. some of the players. But um, we'll get to it later. But yeah, I I think think... I
0: saw a Reddit post that Chet was looking pretty good. But I think everyone for the Rockets, fantastic.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: Smith uh, is a great defensive player, and that's what we need. We need a little bit of defense. So fantastic i loved how everyone was freaking out it really <laughs> upset the way things were that we thought were supposed to go but was there any other highlights from the draft that i missed other than I mean, and we'll talk about the knicks and the thunder trade shortly or should we talk about that now
1: I've got we're all over the place today um i was just gonna say jabari smith uh obviously a great shooter as well yes. with the size so i think yeah fits in well with the, the rockets um yeah, I guess just quickly, I'm honestly happy with the Kings pick. I think it's the first thing the Kings have done right uh, in quite a long time uh, with the fourth pick, Keegan Murray. Yep. Um, again, just, uh... already just very early days. Summer League doesn't really mean much, but yeah. he is looking quite, quite strong. Um, I think fits him well with the lineup too. Uh, he's a yeah, 6'8 uh, forward. So yeah, I think hopefully they don't trade him away for someone old. Uh, we'll see what they do, but I think that was a good pick. Uh, other than that... Other highlight is probably just the thunder, just so many picks and drafting Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams. So that was quite (laughs) exciting. I Uh, saw
0: I saw a meme where they were doing this the Spider Man meme. Yeah,
1: exactly. So that was pretty funny. Thankfully, they do have nicknames. So the first, uh, the twelfth pick, the I guess better Jalen Williams, if you will, is J Dub, and then you've got the other Jalen Williams spelled a little bit differently. Thirty fourth pick is J Will. So they got that, um, but already, uh, I think. A lot of picks. It's it's I guess a little bit of a insurance policy, I suppose. The more mm. picks, the better. But I, I think early days is looking pretty good. Yeah. Look, um, I
0: and I'm gonna be really honest. I outside of like the top three, I don't really know much else about the <laughs> about mm. the pick about the uh, the draft. I don't really follow uh, it. I I I don't really follow the people. There's a lot of people that like really watch like college games and stuff, but that's not me. I don't have time for that.
1: Fair enough. Um, other oh, shout out quickly is uh, Nikola Jovich, drafted by the Heat. Uh, hopefully he can be <laughs> just as good as his uh, other, <laughs> I guess, one letter away. Uh, uh,
0: oh, very funny. funny. Uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, so let's let's just go down the list. Um, what do you think of the Jazz's new uniform, Spen?
1: Okay. We're really, really this is mainly around. for you. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll try and keep it short. Uh, I'm not a fan. So just the first one's people, great.
0: Can I just say I I'm fine with the first uniform. The jazz with the, the
1: one. So Yeah, with the P. Uh, that's so just for your context as well, that's literally their like nineteen nineties uh, late nineties jersey. Yes. Uh, which they have had as their alternate jersey for a couple of years. I think they well definitely last year, they've brought it back tweaked it a little bit but that's good that's here to stay and they're actually for the next few years they're always going to be having a purple alternate jersey um some of it's going to be looking like their 80s style their 90s mm. they're doing a few variations which is cool that bit i love that i mean that, that's great yeah so that's it, great. It's great it's great it's a it actually holds up quite well in the current era too but now, now we get on to their uh full, like their, i guess their standard uniforms oh. their home away and said third uh, jersey i would uh Look, okay, coming from a graphic design background as well, I always have strong opinions on the jerseys. Um, there's there's like a minimal look, and then there's just a lazy look. And this is the laziest jersey I've seen this, in a very long time.
0: This looks like a bib that you hand out at the rec center.
1: That, that's a perfect summary of it. I honestly thought these were like the summer league jerseys for, for a moment. It looks like they're training jerseys. So for anyone who hasn't seen them, it's just plain white with the jazz note and the number plain yellow with black numbers and then plain black with yellow it's like a really minimal take on their because they have done like the blackout ones before where they've done like black and then the highlights but it's like really stripped back but uh, it was well, just such a if they were going to go on a full full entire change right if they're going to move away from the green uh blue and yellow they should have at least gone to that that uh classic very very popular jazzy they've had for a few years now which is like that sunset kind of color right where they yeah. had like the red, orange, and yellow—that would have been fire. If they were going to change that direction, that's what they should have done, or <laughs> they should have kept to the traditional colours and just tweaked it a bit. But this is—I miss—I miss, I miss, miss the
0: old jerseys, and I can't believe <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that. It—it it looks like that they got the fo- like they listened too much to the focus group, and the focus group was—I don't know your grandma. Oh yes, dear, I like that yellow.
1: I think that's the it's nice problem is that- easy
0: for me to read.
1: They got, the, they got the feedback that the black jerseys were cool and they got the feedback that the yellow was cool. But they kind of only focused on those bits and just took the black and yellow. The only positive I can say is at least, like, there was a kind of theme behind it. Um, I guess they were trying to go with, like, the spotlight theme and stuff. But, yeah, I just think I don't it's... Know. Look, it's the... too much of...
0: Th- Sorry, guys. You
1: either, you either go with, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like you either go with an entirely new look and you like lean into that kind of theme or you do a throwback. And this is kind of like no reference as a throwback at all, but also they haven't like created a new style either. It's just way too minimal. So look, uh, yeah. I'm, disappointing.
0: I'm fine with like, look, the, the white Jersey is just like an, okay. that, that That's fine. Like I, I don't mind the note. It's a simpler version of the old jerseys, but yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, but it's a little too simple, but I could like I can kind of be okay with that. The, the black and the, the gold, are, the yellow are terrible. Mm. Yep. They look like bibs.
1: Yeah. And-, and it's just crazy that they've made these their main colours when like in the past, yes, they have changed the colours a fair few times, but there's always been a consistent, like at least one kind of consistent thing, whether it's the blue or the purple, and they've done neither. The, the last thing I will say is that, like I guess one positive amongst all the negative is that it is kind of a signal in that they're rebuilding a little uh, I mean, they've still got Mitchell, retooling, uh, retooling, yeah. uh, but I mean, they've, they've lost, uh, they've lost a lot of their key players, I guess they've, they've lost, uh, Royce O'Neill, they've lost Joe Ingalls, obviously Gobert is huge, which we'll probably get to in a sec, but yeah, I guess it is kind of a new era almost for the Jazz, um, a departure from their kind of top of the Western conference days, but yeah, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of... it's, um, it's yeah. Well, while we're talking about the Utah Jazz, let's let's break down what's been happening with the Utah Jazz. So, I believe um, Joe Ingles got traded to Milwaukee,
1: uh, or, yes, well, or signed with, M- yeah. Last season he was traded to the Blazers, and then he just signed a one-year deal with the Bucks.
0: Yeah, which is which, like, sad. I think, but also good. Like, I'm glad that he can come up. Like, maybe he comes off the bench. Maybe he's a bench warmer. I think it's a solid.
1: Mm. I think I as think a
0: bench player, he'll be solid.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's still obviously he's currently injured, so he's actually not due to come back until I think after All Star break uh, this coming season. Uh, but yeah, he's still a decent perimeter threat. Uh, I think he can still yeah, be a value as a bench scorer for a competi- competing team. At the box, yeah, so, yeah.
0: Um, I mean. Let's and then let, let's talk about the the croissant, the baguette in the room per se. <laughs> oh my
1: God. I haven't had enough- Oh man! uh Yeah, Gobert. Go Bear,
0: Go Bear! Oh my mic! Oh, it's gonna make noise. Stop! I'm trying to find. Here we go! I'm trying to find a website that like clearly tells me what goes where. So the Jazz have finally pulled the plug and have traded Rudy Gobert. Which, look, I'm sad that the Jazz have done it. Let me let me preface this by saying that. I think Rudy has been really loyal to the jazz and if they hadn't traded him away, I think Rudy would have been a jazz lifer, which I think is great. Like, Mm. you know, I don't think he wanted to leave per se. Um, but I also really, really, really like this trade for a multiple of reasons. Let's, Mm. before I get your opinion, Ben, on why this is such a a good, well, there's pros and cons, obviously, um, Mm. But firstly, Timberwolves get Rudy Gobert, which I was sad. I thought when I initially read it, I thought it was the Grizzlies, and I was really excited to have Jar and Gobert together, and then I realized that it was the Timberwolves, because I always get them confused. But still excited. Um So and then the Jazz get uh Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, uh Leonardo Balmaro, Walker Kessler, and Jared Vanderbilt. And, and- a bunch of picks mm. some of these not protected it looks like um, mm. which respect uh, before I get your opinion Ben can you tell me who uh, the last three people are I recognize <laughs> Malik Beasley I, obviously I'm <laughs> so funny the Jazz are a really nice team but Patrick Beverly is just cancer so have fun dealing with that can oh. you tell me who Leonardo is Walker Kessler and Jared Vanderbilt
1: uh, nice. Leandro Balmaro, no idea, but it's going to be more of a more bench bench role. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt was, I think, getting eight minutes, uh, power forward wise. So okay, uh, that'll be a bit better because the Jazz are actually lacking in bigs a little at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Walker Kessler is just a rookie, but he's a center. Obviously, that's a position that's Ooh, definitely okay. needing some improvement without okay.
0: Cooper. Okay, okay, um,
1: and so, then yeah, I think I think and honestly, like Beasley he's not a bad bad player at the shooting guard, so. I mean look it's yeah. So you it, replace, it's replace
0: Conley with him or or Beverly Beverly can be your more defensive guard and that leaves um mm-hmm. uh thingy mabob, what's his name? Donovan to be more of a pew pew. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, what I mean, really it's
1: certainly not an upgrade, but <laughs> hmm? no. So, certainly not, no.
0: But I feel like this is the part where like the Jazz are just desperately trying to keep Donovan Mitchell happy now. Mm, trying to I do like the, hey, look, we're doing stuff.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing now. They've, they've committed to Mitchell over Gobert, which is no surprise really. Um, but it'll be now a case of, yeah, building a team around him. Uh, because if not, I can see him going, because it's been rumored for so many, probably almost yeah, months and months and years almost, uh, to teams like the Knicks and things like that. So yeah, uh, if they want to keep him around, they'll definitely have to buff up the team. Because at the moment, it's looking like not a playoff team. I'm gonna be honest, no, (laughs) because I've also lost guys like yeah, Ross O'Neill, Daniel House went to Philly. Um, O'Neill actually went to the Nets, which is interesting. We might segue into that, Mm. Um, but yeah, not okay.
0: But can I can I say for the Minnesota Timberwolves, I love this. Right, Mm. here's here's a potential starting five. You've got Mm. D'Angelo Russell at point guard. You have Anthony Edwards at shooting guard. You have Taurine Prince at small forward. You have Carl anthony Towns at power forward. Then you have Rudy Gobert at center.
1: Honestly, I mean, they already kind of had... D'Angelo Russell's dropped off a little bit, but they kind of had a big three. They've now got a big four, effectively, with Gobert. And actually, even some of the bench moves are looking pretty solid, too. They got Bryn Forbes off Denver and Kyle Anderson from Memphis, which was kind of sad to see him go. Mm. But they could slot him in at small forward. But... Just it's it's looking quite scary, especially like you said, starting starting five, and, and just size wise, because I mean, Towns obviously was playing the center before, slot him over to the power forward and play a just almost pure offense. <laughs> doesn't have to worry too much defensively. Exactly,
0: Carl. Carl can be a stretch four, mm-hmm. and Rudy can handle the the pick and rolls and and the dunking, and mm-hmm. but then again, he doesn't re- like he doesn't really have to be a scoring threat as much because carl anthony towns can can handle a lot of the post work anyway
1: yeah and that's the thing too because on the jazz i mean that was effectively like the like, main big and like yeah we need the main big it's just too much scoring was required from the team that wasn't covered by other guys whereas you've got edwards just an absolute scoring machine dealer obviously primarily a scorer so yeah, I think it's a great fit. I, I, I agree with that.
0: Look, they gave up a lot, and I I think that it was surprising how much Rudy went for. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I think, but I'm also excited. I think it'd be nice to see a team where he can he doesn't have to do everything. Like here, he's primarily coming in to be defense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, i think
0: that there's true. a lot of firepower around him and i think that russell I, I, I is russell a good pick and roller i don't know i don't watch a lot of Timberwolves games
1: i mean uh, looking back at some of his previous teams uh even when he was on brooklyn for example he had jared allen there so i think he's got a bit of experience playing with like bigs that can't stretch the floor um so that's yeah. probably so, a decent as, matchup as long as the guards
0: can get get the ball to Rudy in the right position which is what the guards job I think for the yeah the Timberwolves this is a fantastic um Mm. honestly it's a fantastic move it's definitely more of a win now move but I think yeah with this particular team um I think they overachieved this finals this year with what they had yeah and I think that this will be a i think this i think this definitely puts them as a proper top 8 team now
1: yeah i'd agree um and actually i much that as well that uh, yeah, obviously, they have a lot of picks. So that's obviously, like you said, win now, kind of move, giving up a little bit in the future. But in and, terms of, like, even role players, they've kind of recovered. Like, they gave up one guard they used was Beverly and one forward in Vanderbilt. And they've pretty much replaced that with Bryn Borbs and Kyle Anderson. So they haven't given up too much in their current roster to get Gobert. It's just given up the future picks, I suppose. So, yeah. Honestly, yeah, like you said, look, looking like a top eight uh, kind of contender. Yeah. So, um
0: so yeah so then yeah jazz got a, a first round pick for royce o'neill from the nets that's um i think jazz are just trying to get some picks so that they've got a bit more flexibility with making moves which makes sense they're trying to to make some uh improvements let's uh i really want to crap on the knicks but let's talk about the hawks first because i feel like that is a the next biggest trade right mm, yep. the hawks and the spurs the hawks get Dejounte murray and jock landau who's jock landau
1: oh come on he's I... an aussie we should know him he's a uh center he was on the spurs obviously um in the trade uh you may have seen him playing the olympics for australia but i didn't yeah, the olympics okay, okay. <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah. australia i've let you down <laughs> uh but yeah probably won't be getting a ton of minutes on the hawks behind like capella and okongwu but yeah, decent bench bench player I can stretch okay. a little bit sorry Australia
0: I also didn't watch a lot of Spurs so that's my excuse um the Spurs got Danny uh De- words Gallinari mm-hmm. uh and and this is where it gets interesting which they've waived Gallinari and I believe Gallinari went to Boston
1: I think they yep, yeah he sorry.
0: went to Boston which is great for Boston um then they have, and I need I need to query something with you, but I'll quickly read out. They got, the Spurs got a 2023 um, first round pick, 2025, 2026, uh, sorry, 2025, 2026 is a pick swap, and then 2027. Mm. Uh, were those unrestricted or restricted? I think they were unrestricted. That's right. I think everyone was losing their mind because the Hawks gave unprotected um, first round picks, which is wild.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, they went all in on, on the trade, really. Which
0: Dejounte is I great; he brings good trade. <laughs> defense and more yep. playmaking. It does it means that everything doesn't have to go through um, Trey Young, and obviously Dejounte will give a little bit more defense, which will help protect Trey Young because he can't defend. But it also takes the offensive pressure off because now there is like sort of two options for the guy. Like Trey Young doesn't have to do everything,
1: mm. which yep.
0: I think the best players like Michael Jordan like was still amazing, but it was only once it really clicked that he knew that he could like, he didn't have to do everything. That's when that Chicago team became unstoppable.
1: Mm, yeah, so I guess, yeah, he's kind of got a got a very, very solid backcourt partner. It it almost reminds me a little bit of the the Timberwolves in that they've got a really, really solid offensive threat Uh in, I guess, Cat, and they want to bring in a bit of defensive presence. Uh, that's kind of what the Hawks have done here with, with the backcourt. Um, and, yeah, honestly, I think it was a nice move by the Spurs, too. Uh, Dejounte even said, he's like, they don't want to have me sit around here on the Spurs while they rebuild. They want to let me kind of have an opportunity. So, yeah. I think it was, yeah, a very good, so very good
0: move. Huge yeah huge trade. I think it makes the Hawks better. The The Spurs get all those picks, which is, you know, they're definitely in the rebuild stage. So, that those picks give them a lot of... Um, a lot of potential future assets, which is what they need. So I think overall, this is a fantastic, and, um, the Hawks get a spare center win, 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 which is what the Hawks are trying to do. So I want to, I want to move that into talking about picks, um, the Knicks and the Thunder trade. And Mm. I saw a photo. (laughs) I think I mentioned this to you. I saw a photo of Stephen A. Smith with his head in his hands, and all I all I read at the time was that the Knicks traded their their top not their eleventh pick.
1: Uh yeah, I think it was It was no
0: their eleventh pick, pick to the yeah. Thunder for a bunch of picks. Yeah. And um at the time I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds stupid, but okay. But it's actually a bit I, I googled it quickly today. It's actually a bit worse than just that. Um mm-hmm. And I don't understand how the whole pick stuff works. I did a quick Google. So apparently if the first round pick is protected, it's either a top three, it's either a lottery pick protect, it's usually a top 10 or a top three, I believe. And then if the pick that year is in the top 10, then the team that protected it gets their pick. But then the following year, and in most cases, then no matter what their first round pick goes to that team. Is yep. that basically how it works?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right.
0: So, the New York Knicks gave up their eleventh pick, which was a New Zealander. It was a
1: uh, he technically played in the Australian League for the New Zealand team. Yes, um, over the breakers, but he's he's a French player.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, from all accounts, a decent prospect with some good potential, yeah, and definitely. the Knicks traded him to the Thunder for a 2023 protected first rounder via Detroit, mm-hmm. a 2023 protected first rounder via Washington, yep. and a 2023 protected first rounder via Denver. <laughs> um, yep. All of these teams are not going to be bad next year.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. I guess what Detroit, Washington, Denver.
0: Yeah. So, you guys gave up. That so uh, the way I see this is that the Knicks gave up a number eleven pick with great potential, um, great upside. Overall, a, a pretty like a a pretty good rookie to have in your organization for three picks next year that will definitely be out of the top ten. Um, am I missing something here?
1: Okay, the only... This is this is crazy. The, the only way I can see this somehow working, right? So, uh, it's just really confusing. Because, yeah, they traded for three picks in the same year. So, next year, Victor Wenbamyama, who is pretty much... Like, we've been waiting many drafts for, like, an, a LeBron caliber, Michael Jordan caliber Supposedly, player, right? Supposedly, yes. Supposedly, yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he's insane. He's, like if chet was better kind of like yeah very lucky but yeah he's he's a generational talent but yeah like you said they're protected picks so if any of these were to be in the top top 10 it has to be pretty much number one to to get it like it would be protected so the only th- thing i can see them doing is somehow turning those picks into another pick but it just seems like a really backwards move and my head is in my hands like yeah like no it's <laughs> like
0: they got a pretty good pick at number 11 and yeah and then they just traded a, like Unless they think that they're going to find a diamond in the rough next year with having three picks in the... T- I, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I think it was a bad move yeah. and just typical New York rubbish.
1: Yeah, I? it's... I don't understand that organization. Um, the only... It's not... I don't even know if it's a positive, but the only other move they did was, I guess, getting Brunson. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, What? <laughs> But, I, mean, I thought about that.
1: Look, yeah.
0: mad respect to Brunson. When someone gives you the bag, take it, right? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> what... And look, and I, I, look, I like Brunson. I think he played well. But that contract he got was ridiculously stupid.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, he played great in the playoffs, I guess. Um, uh, probably persuaded them to pay him more, I guess, because he had a good playoff performance. But I, I want to point out one thing as well, is that, like, yes, the Knicks... Uh, trying to re- rebuild i suppose to some extent um but it's just an interesting position because they've got a lot of guards now especially like younger guys like quickly who you thought they'd be giving more minutes to but i don't know if then they put him at shooting guard or i don't know how they organize that what do you do
0: with Derek but rose
1: it, i mean yeah derrick rose is getting a bit older i suppose so it's not like he's the future exactly but that's the thing they've got so much depth now at, at the point guard and. Yeah, I just feel like the money could have gone elsewhere. Admittedly, it wasn't a huge um, free agency this year, so there weren't like a ton of crazy people they could have picked up. But yeah, it just continually confuses look, me that team. Really,
0: I look. I think Jalen Brunson's a good player. I just think for how much they paid him versus yeah. what you're probably going to get from him, I I think you're going to be left disappointed. And look, I'd love for Jalen Brunson to have a, a continue having a career year. I just don't think he's what they paid him was more than what he was worth, in my opinion.
1: Correct. The only um, only funny thing is that his... So most contracts each year gain more money each year. His actually goes backwards, which is the first time I've seen that happen. So oh. he actually gets paid less the further into his four-year deal. I guess the only Team thing friendly? is maybe that's like an insurance policy. Yeah, or kind of like that gives him more wiggle room contract-wise later down the track. Or if he doesn't Possibly. play as well as they think, it's not too expensive. But it's just such a weird situation Like you can't make this stuff up but, um, They also look, picked up Hartenstein Which yeah. again is a position they've already got depth in They've got Robinson, they've got Gibson I don't know, confuses me Yeah,
0: look, I, I like Hartenstein he- It's just, yeah um, Look, on paper, this team isn't terrible Like They've got Brunson They've like, it, it got Quickly Rose um, They've got RJ Barrett Cam Reddish you've still got Julius Randle and, and Obi Toppin and then you've got a bunch of centers. So, like, on, it's not a terrible team, but it's not... But I,
1: it I hasn't s- really improved and it hasn't really gone backwards, really. It's kind it's of... still, stacked. like, an eighth seed. Yeah. Yeah, fighting and, for that.
0: So. <laughs> and then it's, like, and even if they make the eighth seed or seventh seed, like, they're not going to make it out of the first round.
1: Yeah. It's it's a lateral move at best, and that's not what they really need at this point. I just don't be... know why they
0: decided that Jalen Brunson was their guy. I just I
1: don't get it. I think they're just pretty much taking a gamble and hope that this is kind of a year where Brunson got some good good play of experience. He's kind of improving, and they're expecting him to be like... They're probably expecting him to be all-star caliber next year, which yep. we'll have to see if that happens or not. Um, but, yes, yeah. so
0: let's... So that, yeah, that's the, the mysterious, curious case of the New York Knicks, as per usual. Philly have made some some great moves. Um, they, as we mentioned, they got Daniel House, big pickup. They've picked up PJ Tucker as well. Fantastic. Um, and they've also, they also got
1: DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, which I'm sad Memphis lost him, to be honest, because he's a great off the bench, uh, like second point guard. Uh, but yeah, all solid moves by the sixes really um, and Adding they... more shooters, random bead uh, Adding they... up playoff caliber with Tucker
0: And they, they gave uh, Danny Green And the number 23 pick uh, The, the num- 23rd overall pick For yep. De'Anthony Melton Which is honestly I feel like just a solid Win now move um, yeah. They're in their window James Harden has apparently declined his player option So that he can sign A lower contract Once that the Philadelphia Sixers have handled all their moves, which mm. um, Harden taking less money to get more depth is is awesome. Mm. I mean, it would
1: be hilarious if he ran, but that's oh, not going to happen. I don't think so.
0: <laughs> but honestly, I really, really like this Philadelphia, um, wait, what Philadelphia have got. They've got Tyrese, yeah. they've got Melton, they've got Shake, they've got Korkmaz. Is Korkmaz? Wait, No. Is Corkmas good?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah no, it's Cork. Cool.
0: Yeah, 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 it's Korkmuz. Yeah, sorry. He just doesn't play a lot of D, but that's okay. Yeah. Um But then you've got yeah, then you've got Thaible, which apparently he's getting shopped around a lot, so I don't know if he'll make it. He just I think the front office lost uh lost confidence in him when he was struggling to score. But Daniel House, fantastic. Then you've got Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker, um Niang, um, within B. Like this is looking to be a like the only thing, Touchwood, that would really mess this up is if Embiid gets injured or Harden gets injured, but this is a really solid team.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, last season, obviously, they lost Curry, uh, but they've honestly picked up so many shooters again now, so I think they've really this, retooled the team. This is uh, so a big step up. Top three. Yeah, I'd say, yeah Top three got...
0: conference final,
1: at least. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that. Looking looking solid. So No, good off-season for them. So...
0: I think... Okay, so we've got a hot sauce. What, how are we doing for time? There's, um, there's so much to run through. Okay, we're doing okay for time. I would like to propose that we briefly talk about Golden State Warriors, uh, briefly uh, go through any big free agent signings or re-signings that we think are great, and then I have to finish off a hot source about KD and Kyrie.
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: Okay, so uh, Golden State obviously have just won a championship and looking to run it back. However, they're running out of luxury tax room. <laughs> mm. People are very expensive when you're re them. And when you, uh, win a championship, your bench, your, your depth become more valuable, mm. much more valuable. So the team that Golden State Warriors have won with is not going to be coming back next year. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Benjelica has already gone. I think he went into he went international. He signed somewhere at home. Yeah, so it, they went,
1: yeah, went to Europe, I think. Um, and then, yeah, honestly, like most of the bench is gone.
0: Yeah, Damien, uh, Damien Lee went to Phoenix. Uh, Gary Payton the second went to Portland. Uh, mm-hmm. Otto Porter went to Toronto, and then um, Juan Toscano Anderson went to Lakers.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I, honestly, like I, I am happy for these guys. I feel like. I think even some of the previous uh, Championship Warrior teams, like the bench guys have been obviously put in the spotlight and then they find their way onto a new team and they get get a chance there. It's Basically, just a shame when the whole bench does it almost.
0: But unfortunately, Golden State Warriors have run out of money in cap space. Yeah. They pretty much uh, had to re-sign Kevon Looney. That was the main mm. uh, the main thing. And I think they gave... Was it Andrew Wiggins an extension or...?
1: I'm trying to remember I think so.
0: But yeah, basically look, the the short version is is that they have no cap room and all the people that left got more money than what Golden State could have given them and it was getting to the point where like no matter even if Golden State gave them a, a contract it was like an 8 million a year contract would have equaled like 40 million in luxury tax. It was just unfortunately they had to let them walk. They've yeah. still got the core core, but they haven't got the depth that they had.
1: Yeah, true. They've still got pretty much all their starters. They still got Poole, uh, Kaminga, the young guys. And they also picked up uh DiVincenzo, Cool. Um, who was I think on Sacramento at this point. He wasn't in the bucks anymore. So I mean, yeah, they they picked up one bench player, but yeah, they certainly are lacking the depth yeah. they had to get that ring, but yeah.
0: So, um and now I've forgotten who we're gonna talk about after Golden State?
1: We were gonna talk about uh What was well, my list? We're gonna do the hot sauce.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and we're going to do free agency. Sorry, how are we doing for? Well, we might have to do free agency next next episode. I mean, so, so, yeah, yeah, we can do a full we can do a full breakdown of the uh the free agency signings. So that's that's um extensions, re-signs, and new signings. So we'll, we'll break that all down next week. But uh for now, I am going to give you a hot sauce, which in post. So now, boop. Uh, <laughs> I'll put. I'm gonna put all the sound effects in in post. So, uh, do the dance. So hot, alucinante, <laughs> como el picante. It's Harry's hot sauce. Ah, 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 Harry's hot sauce. Um, so the the, the elephant in the room, or what's it like a, the giraffe in the room, because KD really tall. So, KD has apparently requested a trade. Wowzers. Has the yep. world exploded?
1: Big problems with the Nets. <laughs> um,
0: and I think... So, Here, here's my hot sauce. So, here's the, the problem I have. KD signed a four-year max contract. Mm. And it hasn't even been a year, I don't think. He played half the games of the. Yeah. He played half of his games for the Nets last year, and now he's demanding a trade to the Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns. Yep. And the Nets apparently, I've read, sort of have to try to be. Here's here's my problem, right? What's the point of signing a contract if you're just going to force the organization to do what you want anyway? I. I think this is a horrible horrible look for KD. I'm really disappointed that they're not giving KD Kyrie and Simmons a go because I think on paper that could be a really good um a really a good pairing. But I think my hot sauce is like the the next time that the players association negotiate with the teams, they're going to get absolutely slaughtered. What right. how the whole point of the max contract right is so that you can lock in talent mm, exactly, they, yeah. they have to play for you and we've just had over and over that talent just don't give a crap about the contract they've signed mm. look at Ben Simmons refusing to play give or take he might ha- he, at points he had a doctor's note and at points he didn't but how do you what's what is protecting the organization from you going AWOL
1: I mean, yeah, not much. I guess when you're like a star level player, not much they can do. Uh, I mean, look, p- players having more freedom and more choice themselves is, is a good thing in general. But when it gets to this point, it's just too far. Uh, I think especially like the Nets who, as a franchise, gave up so many picks, so much of their future to, to try when they did it. Line up with like KG and Paul Pierce and stuff. Didn't work. And that cost them years and years and years. It's pretty much almost a broken record. The same thing's happening again where they've given up so much to get Kyrie and KD in. They lose. And Harden. They did and, everything and they wanted. The they, exactly. They got Harden as well. So they went in on this big three. They've already lost Harden. Uh, There's a lot of time where Kyrie couldn't play for reasons. There was a while where KD was injured. I think the first year they signed him, he didn't play the whole first year with injury because they were just like, you know what? We'll, we'll take the loss. We'll take the L. We'll wait. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, yeah, pretty much being just thrown back in their face by KD and well also it's just yeah I feel really bad for the Nets it was it's kind of fun bagging them out last season it's always fun to bag out the top dogs but I feel horrible for the Nets because as a franchise they haven't won they haven't been to the playoffs at least since the like 2004 um in terms of finals, but yeah, I I feel horrible for them as a franchise. They've
0: they've had this whole thing of Kyrie asking to go to the Lakers and KD's only like he's here's the thing, right? So I was reading an article that said like there's no protections in in KD's contract. The Nets can trade KD wherever they want. Mm. There's nothing in the contract that protects KD at all. He can go wherever they he they want. But apparently the the process is, is that if they don't try and put him somewhere where he's happy, other free agent, like if they do him a dirty, right? And like trade him to OKC, then other free agents won't want to go to the Nets because they'll be like, oh yeah, you did KD dirty. So like, how do you know you're not like, you're not going to do me a dirty.
1: Yeah. So it's a bad look for them now and other talent won't want to go but there. But they've got
0: every right to trade him to OKC if they want to. Yeah. So
1: it's, yeah, it's a tough situation. for us. I don't
0: think KD deserves to go to Miami or, and then, oh yeah, but then KD wants to go to Miami. But if Jimmy Butler's part of the tra- trade for him to go to Miami, then he doesn't want to go to Miami because he wants to play with Jimmy Butler.
1: <laughs> I it's, mean, that's, that's just, yeah, that's like the extreme of players kind of taking their, their demands into their own hands. Um, I will pose you a little funny question. What do you think is the worst look? KD uh, being up, against the Warriors uh, when he was on OKC, losing to them, and then joining them the next year? Or do you think this is a worse look now, oh, where he destroyed this, the whole Nets organization and wants to leave?
0: This is worse by far.
1: Which is this. crazy, because that was the biggest backlash we've seen in recent history in look, basketball when he went to the Warriors.
0: I understand why people did not enjoy him leaving OKC to go to the Warriors. I understand why people don't like it. Me, personally, I have zero issues with it. Hmm. KD knew that he wasn't going to win a ring with OKC. Russ and that... Like, look, that was a good team. And maybe if they ran it back, things might have been different. But Russ was a problem. Russ has always been a problem. And I don't I don't think you're ever going to re- win a ring with Russ. And I think Kevin... Uh, at that point, Kevin wanted a ring. So I don't blame him for, for going to the best team and making them even more unstoppable. Mm. But this whole Nets thing was supposed to be kevin durant showing that he can be a leader that he can lead a team and that he can be like the the number one guy and and you know sort of be on the same level as lebron and him not achieving it last year and pretty much running with his tail between his legs to he's he's only asking to go to trade like he's only wants to go to teams that were in the top two last year Mm.
1: He's doing the ultimate ring hunting, really. And uh, it's just, yeah, I, I don't think it's like the, the crazy bit isn't them not performing as well as we expected. Because there were such high hopes. To be fair, there was a lot of pressure with that big three when they had um, Harden on the team. And I, and I guess, yeah, the, the bigger disappointment isn't them not performing well. It's just that they didn't perform well, and now they're just running. They're just leaving. I guess Katie encourages them to too. So What's it's a... just, yeah. They like, sound think... like
0: such a pain to deal with, the both of them.
1: <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if, like LeBron, for example, like went back to Cleveland on a pretty subpar team, and he had Kyrie in Love or whatever? But that's so many years they got. Well, not so many, but multiple years they got beaten by the Warriors. Imagine if he just legged it off to another team. He stuck yeah. it out, ended up winning with the with the Cavs of all teams. I mean, the, yeah, I'm the, not trying to get to a KD LeBron debate, but like, yeah, just the difference in attitude combined with the talent is, yeah.
0: Yeah, the the whole point was that Katie wanted to lead this team and this organization, and he lost, and now he just is running to the next best team that will take him. Yeah, it sounds so he like wants things to be the
1: have top dog, but won't take any of the responsibility. Of the team yeah. Dog,
0: yeah, which if I was Kevin Durant, I don't know how, like you don't tell Kyrie to pull a finger out of his butt and get that vaccination, <laughs> honestly.
1: But uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's the other thing, Kyrie. I mean, he's what the rumors are him getting in a trade, perhaps with uh, Westbrook to the, to oh the Lakers, Which, I mean, that would just be poetic justice, wouldn't the, it? If, if no, he, if he went to the Lakers
0: LeBron. don't deserve to get bailed out like that. No. I don't,
1: know, I don't know, but the other side of it, Westbrook back with Katie on the Nets would be <laughs> hilarious. It would be funny. It would be funny. Would but be
0: no, hilarious. that can't happen. I refuse the, the amount of trades Suggestions that have come up for Kyrie and for Katie that like the Lakers are like, oh yeah, they'll take like Ross and like our only first round pick. And it's like, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. The Lakers do not deserve to get bailed out for their bad team building Yeah, because they're the Lakers. Absolutely not. Oh, I refuse.
1: I mean, I think I've made a couple of less... Stupid moves this offseason, at least, than last last offseason. But if
0: if the Nets end up with Russell Westbrook, I will be so upset.
1: I'll be upset for the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> I'll
0: be so upset. the 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 Lakers do not deserve to get bailed out. They don't.
1: Man.
0: But I think this is a really. Uh, I, So, but, but going back to things, so Kyrie, I think, I believe he has signed his extension now. He, he messed around for a lot, but he, they've got it done now. So he's locked in for this year, I believe, I think, possibly, I'll deny that, but I I think it's been signed, but I think Kyrie was trying to get a four year extension and then that's like, you've got to be joking. Like, no way. And then Kyrie was like, oh, well, then I'll get traded to the Lakers. But then I don't think anyone wanted him, which is why he had to take the player option. Right. <laughs> that's that's my thing. But regardless, um, yes, the whole KD to Phoenix is like the big rumor at the moment, which, like, maybe that fixes Phoenix's problem with DeAndre Ayton, a sign-and-trade, plus some other assets. But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're Phoenix, you just run it back and, and try again. Um, but like, if you could get rid of DeAndre Ayton for Kevin Durant, that's not a bad way to make sure that you probably win,
1: right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true.
0: I've I've also seen three ways where the Utah Jazz get DeAndre Ayton, the Nets get uh, Mitchell, and then uh, Phoenix get Kevin Durant, which is great for everyone. I feel like except for Phoenix, uh, for, sorry for Jazz. Why the hell would Jazz want DeAndre Ayton?
1: I mean, if they're going tank commander mode, then perhaps. But...
0: Yeah, I just don't think they want to admit that they need to redo. Um, yeah. I I just feel like that this is going to come up. I believe, I think that the the players' association and the NBA, like and the and the 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 organizations in the next year or two are having a renegotiation of like their terms and stuff. And I just feel like that a lot of this is going to come up, and this is going to impact all of the players negatively because the nba has like is one of the better leagues when it comes to like guaranteeing money for players and it's very a lot of the stuff is here is for the players but i feel like the players have abused their power and the, the guaranteed money and stuff and i feel like the organizations are going to get a bit back next time and it's because of people like Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons and just, yeah. And if Katie really wants to force this through, I think he should get traded to the Kings. <laughs> Kings. Basketball I, purgatory. I, I feel like he shouldn't get traded to a top two team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would not blame the Nets if they dumped him off somewhere else that gave him a better return. Uh, and I kind of want that to happen. I just don't think KD deserves to go to another top two team. Mm.
1: And it would it would be interesting because then he would finally be yeah the top dog and have to carry. But yeah,
0: that's. Boston see. played really pretty good defense on him, and he looked pretty bad. So I don't know. It's still KD, he's still an amazing player. He's still like probably top three right now. Like mm. it almost would be worth for most teams to give as much as they could. Uh, for KD. He's worth having. I just don't know if Phoenix want to gut their depth to get Kevin Durant. No. Though, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I'm not happy. Basically, Harry's hot sauce. KD and Kyrie suck, and they're crazy. And they're mm-hmm. really good basketball players, but they're really trash human beings.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, I guess we'll see what unfolds. Um, we'll see where... What happens with KD and the rest of free agency as it continues yes. to go along.
0: So... Uh, Tune in next week where we're going to break down all of free agency. We're going to go through each team and see who's re-signed what or who's signed who, and we're going to break it down for you. So that's going to be a real banger of an episode. So uh, like and subscribe. Give us five stars. Thanks to my girlfriend for being like the most consistent listener to this podcast. (laughs) You're number one. (laughs)
1: Uh, But yeah, stay tuned, and we'll see you next episode.
0: Peace out.